This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Hello, welcome. All right, all right, all right, loyal listeners. Welcome to another episode of Agency Intelligence, where I give you a real agent. We'll talk about that in a real agency, and he's in a mini, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. So this is Cass, and I'm here with you, and I'm here with my buddy, and I say buddy because we have a history. It's not like Austin and I are sitting around like hanging out and throwing back Facebook messages. No, that's not happening. But we are buddies because we know each other in this industry. He's one of the reasons why I brought him on is because I know him. And here's the reason also you need to know it, loyal listeners. I believe that there are a ton of CRM businesses out there. There's a ton of VA businesses out there. There's a ton of phone services out there. There's even getting to be a ton of apps out there now for, for the insurance industry. There's tons of carriers out there. There's tons of so many different vendors and partners that we have. But I have to say, Cass is out there shaking the bushes, getting to know people. I don't run into a lot of people that do exactly what Austin does. I really don't. And so when I really kind of thought to myself after BrainShare, there was a there was a guy that was there who was talking about what Austin does. And see, I'm not going to keep I'm not going to keep telling you because I want you loyal listeners to listen because not only are you going to find out, but he's also going to give you a couple ninja tricks because that's just what Austin does. It just comes out automatically. But I thought to myself as I looked around the room, I said, people are talking about needing this and they're talking about it. And I'm thinking about in my own agency. I'm thinking, I need this with my Salesforce system and I got these ideas, but then not only that, how, who can help me come up with the ideas and put these into place? And I kind of thought back, I thought, man, I know a guy. And so I reached out to a couple champions and I said, hey, I think you're using this guy to help you with this service. Uh, what? Tell me about it. And I'm, oh yeah, shit, Jason, blah, 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 blah. I talked to one of his old, old prior business partners. I said, hey, tell me about this guy. Tell me what you think. And he's like, oh, do, 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 started telling me great things. I mean, there was the occasional cuss word by every once in a while, but I mean, come on, can you only imagine how much they cuss when they talk about Jason Cass? And that's a total joke. There's no cuss words. Um, but I started and I realized this is somebody we need. This is someone in our network. I asked him to join the network and truthfully, he called me to a year ago, but because of other business dealings, we weren't able to get together then. Um, but I enjoyed, I, 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 we enjoy having him here at Agency Intelligence. He is a partner of ours. Um, you're going to see him at BrainShare. Uh, I, I'm putting those words in your mouth, but obviously I, being I a partner, that. you're going you're gonna to be there. Um, but let me introduce to you loyal listeners, the one, the only Austin Moorhead. How are you doing, Austin? Doing great, Jason. Thanks for having me. 
That's right. There's a lot of things that we're doing in our head, but if you get Austin Moorhead, you get more done because he gets it out of your head. It's in his last name, and we're going to basically talk about that, all right? Because we're going to talk about, loyal listeners, automation, and what I also like to call, Austin, will hit on manual automation, right? Sure. Okay. Talk about those those VEs, those VAs. Sure, um, sure. But in the meantime, Austin, welcome to the podcast, brother. Awesome, thanks. Yeah, I uh, uh, I know automation. I feel like it's been beat up, chewed up, and spit out and twisted around 3,000 different ways. Boy, it's evolved a lot, hasn't it, in the last oh three gosh. to five years? It's actually, you know, I'm, I get kind of scared sometimes uh, about what the next change is and who's going to have it and what platform it's going to be on. And, you know, you'll, you can see the industry kind of shift sometimes mm-hmm. gradually and sometimes rapidly towards new products. Um, and so that's kind of exciting. It's always been very exciting. The topic, though, it's like, oh, automation, that's automation. That clearly, it's no longer just a buzzword. It's like a, it's a requirement. If you do it's not a necessity. Have, yes. Yeah. If you don't have some type of CRM inside of your agency, you are missing out. That's right. Missing no, out, I agree. Missing out. Yeah. I agree um, emphatically. So before we get on, we gotta. We. I mean, you gotta walk the threshold of agency intelligence, buddy. Now, yeah. loyal listeners, before I ask him the questions. Um, Damn, I totally forgot what I was going to say. I was going to throw something <laughs> out there about that. Damn, it's too early in the in the podcast for that. Anyways, Austin, are you an iPhone or are you a Droid user? iPhone. iPhone. Wah, wah, wah. Hey, tell me about the last app that you've downloaded. It was a video game. Uh, I clicked a button on the app store and I played it a couple minutes later. I, uh, I don't download a whole lot of apps on my phone. Do you play all different types of uh, video games or do you like, are you more in like strategy games or something like that or war games? Sometimes if you're playing a video game, it'll be an ad for another game. I just click it, I, you know. Yeah, that's a yeah. good point. Yeah, because they, aut- they Because they automate that. They so do. anyways, man, Austin, next question. Do you love to win or do you hate to lose? I either. I don't know. Either. I don't know if either. I don't know if that statement resonates with me. I'll go with I love to win. <laughs> you love to win? Yeah, for sure. I'm a fighter. I and I believe. Yeah, and I definitely. I could definitely see that. Um, two things in the world get us to where we are. We believe here at Agency Intelligence: skill or luck. Which one's been a bigger factor in your life? Um, skill, hard work, hundred percent. Yeah, you know what? You know, luck I, for only you, happens knowing when, the hard when work I know of out. you, when I know of you, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's all hard work. So it really cool. is. And I think we all had to train ourselves to be insurance agents, but there is a different training that comes in with automation. It really truly is, right? Like you can teach me insurance and it pretty much stays the same, right? It's just, it's like almost cookie cutter. Not really, but it kind of is. As you said, man, platforms are changing, tactics are changing, new tools coming in, technology. Processes. Uh, yeah, processes, dealing with idiot freaking agents. <laughs> that that actually stays the same. <laughs> <laughs> the knuckleheads, yeah. yeah. I know, I hear you, I hear you. Hey, we're good at what we're good at, you know what I mean? But we're pretty ignorant on the rest of the stuff. That's why we get paid a lot of money. That's why this is the greatest Well, that's why we world. exist, actually, is, you know, agents want to be agents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why we exist. Agents want to be agents. Austin, give us the little three-minute, um, uh, Phil, take us back diapers, high school, whenever, and bring okay. us forward to where you're at now with Lava Automation. I'll start in 2014. My wife and I were living in Kuwait, and we just got pregnant, and we're like, oh, crap, like, this is not a place Whoa. to raise a family. And so uh, we 
you know, resigned, moved back stateside and uh, took a little bit of a sabbatical, realized I didn't want to go back working for the government or contracting all of that. And it was time to own my own business. I was done working for people. Long story short, I, I landed at State Farm, opened up my own agency, got through my first contract year, realized I hated it. It wasn't a career path for me. And I decided, uh, you know, there was a couple major pain points. And it's my why about how my company exists today. And it was, you know, we were asking team members to do crazy KPIs and there was no technology to support them, right? It's like, I need you to make 100 calls today, do a bunch of texts, a bunch of voicemails and a bunch of emails. And don't forget to report everything and give it to me before you leave. Um, so the technologies didn't exist. It's true. And so we were like burning these kids out and that became a, a catalyst for like the movement. So leave State Farm. Uh, and I also didn't like that, you know, the captive model had, you know, one option. So it's like, okay, let's right. move to the brokerage side of the house and, um, uh, and let's start using the technology that there's no restrictions on, you know, then I, I, this is like 2018, um, I, I become an independent agent and I, we open up our agency and there's just no technology that's currently pre-built that you can just take and throw into your, into your office, you know, with CRM. And so I spent the next, I don't know, uh, six months, you know, working on that for our agency and through working on our CRM for our agency, other agencies noticed that I had a knack for it. I remember that. What was the name of that business? Uh, conversion Kings, conversion, conversion Kings. Kings. That's what it was. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I love the logo still. Actually, the logo yeah. was really rad. It's, I, it's, a, it's a cool name too. Yeah. Conversion yeah. Kings. Conversion Kings. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we started doing, uh, and we still do this today, but we started doing uh, managed CRM support for agencies where we build out their back end. And, and originally, you know, I th we kind of started calling ourselves developers, but as times evolved, I really kind of see our agency, you know, as a as an administrative feature of another agency where, yes, we do take your CRM, but, but it's not just building campaigns. It's, I'm managing your database, you know? Huh. And so we've got, Tens of 30, 40, 50,000 you know, leads, contacts, and they're supposed to be in these stages. And they're supposed to be in you know, those campaigns. And, and who's really the champion of that organization? Who builds out the campaigns? Who makes sure the content's relevant? Who has the experience from doing it you know, with 50 different agencies across the country? And so we start to specialize in it. Um, yeah. So you know, we opened up. We started doing it. And then it just snowballed. You know, and then one led to another, and we're working with pretty decent-sized shops. Most of our agencies are above a million dollars in revenue, mm -hmm. and and at the time, they were really the only people that could justify us. And so we kind of got into these uh, decent-sized, you know, agencies to kind of help them with their process. And because of that, we got to learn how to solve the problem at like a, at like I like to call it like a factory-style, you know, size agency. Mm -hmm. Like they're they're putting through, you know, 50 quotes a day. You know, right. like you learn to automate when there's when there's a, a river flow of opportunity to automate. It's true. And so, so through that, we started finding all these like really cool micro automations. And well, anyway, so that whole thing snowballed and, and here we are. And um, now it's what we do full time is CRM support and uh, database management and uh, content creation, anything to do with customer journey, essentially. Yeah, I love that. I love that. You know, um, I love what you said there. It's so true. Like make all these calls and there's no technology to support it, but yet we're trying to base our business off KPIs and different things like that. One of the things that I like about you, Austin, is that you've helped me out a bit uh, where Austin and I first met face to face was at uh, Billy Williams. Um, That's right. What, what, what is the name of that? Uh, 
how to uh, fix your agency. That's what it was called, yep. Fix Your Agency. 2018. And that's right. And we met there. We went out to lunch. We had some discussions. But one of the things that you did on the – we went to a Mexican restaurant, actually. When uh, One of the things you talked about on the Mexican restaurant that I liked, and then I've heard this from other people, Ryan Reynolds, some great champions inside of the Mastermind, that we know we need automation – we know we need to use our CRM. We know we need these KPIs and track them, but we can't see the roadmap. Yeah. You know, we can't see like, okay, we, uh, after two calls, we wanted to do this. And after three yeah. touches, we wanted to do this, you know? And, and, and I'm, and it's like, that's where I think someone like yourself and your expertise really comes through to say, Hey, wait a minute. I, I understand what you're trying to do. I used to be an agent doing the same damn thing um, here. And not only that, you, every agent is its own fingerprint. It's, it's, it, they're all unique, but a lot of the stuff is the same. It's all quoting and follow up and servicing and renewals. Am I right about that? Uh, tell me about that, Austin. I 100% agree, but then there's some small things. So when we first got started in the space, we were automating uh, the agency. Uh, we were we were automating agency processes to, um, you know, the automation. The automation was was bolted around the agency process. That's how we first got started. Hey, I okay. sent this quote. I want the automation for quote sent to start. Okay. Well, fast forward two, three years, and now we're we're actually changing agency processes to serve what the CRM can do, because Ooh. we know if we adopt to what the CRM can do, we can get these, you know, these these monstrous wins. And so, but they're not in the things that you might think, like because everybody has, everybody has the campaigns like you know new lead quote sent onboarding, like those are just staples, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe quote sent for you is three different versions of it. Maybe you've got quote sent, maybe you've got quote ready, maybe you've got waiting on decision. I mean, there's different versions of quote sent. Um, but that what we're really starting to see the wins is in these micro automations. We can start to shape the agency's process around what the CRM can do. And it's little things like, um, good, you know, good. recording uh, the loan officer at the point of sale. So if we get an EOI request in the future for a refinance, the system can flag it. And it can notify both the producer and potentially automate an experience to the loan officer to let them know that their client's shopping. Little things. Dude, that's sweet as shit. And, and, and I tell you this, and I apologize, loyal listeners and you, I, when I'm looking over here, I'm making comment, I'm making notes for my staff because, or my team, I'm matching automation to process. Now it's matching process to automation. Yeah, Gosh, darn it. Loyal listeners. If you've heard anything in, in the first 13 minutes, uh, rewind and listen to that. I'm telling you what, Austin, that's a paradigm shift. That's a major, major shift from, hey, this is our process. What can you do to automate it to, no, here's what what the automation should be. Match your process to that. That is uh, is a powerful saying. That is very, very powerful. You're going to see that going out in quotations um, out around the world because we need to to share that one. And we are out around the world. We're heard in 66 countries, baby. It's like Jay-Z around here. We're international. So anyways, (laughs) so so Austin – so, so you are working with some good agencies. The agencies in the mastermind that I called um, yeah. are all one million to four million in revenue. Um, I did call one that he's around five hundred thousand in revenue, kind of a newer agency. So uh, that means that you're able to actually help all of them. And I imagine sometimes starting when they're smaller 
and then working with them as they get older rather than just kind of jumping in and trying to move all these processes to automation is probably very helpful. Am I right or wrong about that, Austin? Well, yeah, I don't really know. We, we dove into the deep end with the big agencies kind of out the gate, and then we struggled to – I mean, it's it's complex to build our, our business model. If You know, you haven't done it a few times, but now we've done it a few times, and it's faster. Um, and I don't necessarily know if bigger agencies are easier than smaller agencies. They have different complexities. One, I think they're more – prepared to do what you want them to do but mm -hmm. now you're trying to move a titanic ship versus you know uh, a small agency of three or four staff you, you know it's uh so both to teach the pros and cons there but the process is still the same you know first we're going to create the content we're going to before we even start building out the crm let's define the content Let's write everything. Let's create the timeline. And so we've got tools to help people uh, create their timelines about call on day one, you know, email on day two, text on day three. We have we have process to help people with the timeline. And then okay. we have process to help people with the content. But it's like, why even get started with the CRM until you've got your you've got your message and your journey figured out? So Makes sit sense. down, plot it out. Sometimes that can take a month. Sometimes it can take a month with a with a guided tour. Um, so we jump in and we'll sit there with an agency and we'll spend half a day, um, you know, three times a week over a course of a month just to get their message right. And so like right now from, you know, personal lines and commercial lines, pre-sell to customer to renewals, I think we've got like 300 pages of content. Wow. Um, and, and so it takes time, you know, but I don't think everyone's usually trying to go out with the full money and, and do, you know, all six modules. A lot of people really just want, you know, quote set and onboarding. And so, mm -hmm. you know, you figure out the two or three things that you can do, get that content written and start automating those processes. And so that is usually very standard with every agency. It's the evolution. Once you got that stuff down, you got your team doing it. Like, where are we going now? Because then it's, you know, the sky's the limit kind of thing. Austin, should we have a management system and a CRM or should we have a CRM inside our AMS system? Dude, agency Zoom is pretty sick. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I I would love an all-in-one. I think that's the goal. Um, so I'm a huge keeper. I think most people know that I love keep. I love, love, love keep. That's what we built our, our, our company off of. Um, you love what? Keep? Keep. K-E-A-P, -E the CRM oh. keep. Keep. I thought you said keep. I'm like, dude, this is a this is a G-rated show, or, or I mean, a, you know, PG. Keep it above, yeah. But we're starting to realize now that, uh, you know, just like a car, you know, not everybody wants a Toyota, you know, and so you got to find the platform that makes sense for your agency. But the question about, you know, could you, you know, shouldn't you want an all-in-one? And I, I'm an all-in-one kind of guy. I think that's the end goal. You know, can we create this this unified user experience? Right. And so because it sometimes, not sometimes, oftentimes, it, you can literally reduce clicks by 50% by having a system that talks. Right. Um, and so we're that seeing some small, small versions of that kind of come out now. And um, so... What do you think about AZ selling out to Vertifor? Just, just you know, little one-minute stand here. I, I don't know a whole lot about, you know, the, the position with Vertifor, um, but I've, I've looked at the product recently a few times, and, and I'm very excited about its integration with AMS, how clean it is. Uh, specifically, it's, it's two-way integration. It's not just pushing data in. It's getting data out. It feels very real-time. The reports feel very accurate. Um, you know, the unlimited custom fields are very, very exciting. The flexibility with the campaigns is also very robust. Um, I, I like it. I, I, for the mm -hmm. price point that it's at um, and the integration with 360, if you're on 360, it's hard to shake a stick at. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. 
Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. I can tell you this. I, I'm not speaking for Mo, for Tolga, or any of their people. This is Jason Cass, loyal listeners. I think that's the thing that hindered them from getting more money. Their price point was always lower than yeah. what their product value was. Yeah. They, I don't think that Tolga, and I don't, once again, this is Cass. I don't think he understood the impact of how great his product was. And the value that he was charging for it, it was like he's giving it away. Yeah. And and I and I think sometimes at the end of the day that probably hurt maybe his multiple or his EBITDA. Once again, do not know. This is Jason Cash just sitting around thinking and who gives a shit. But I'm just telling you because it's my podcast and I'm the one talking. So yeah. Austin, so um, I really, really, really um think that it's important that agents understand. Um, the power of automation, and you talk a lot about, um, uh, you mentioned this a lot about follow-up and KPIs, making phone calls. Um, what system, do you work with all systems? Is there a system that you give them and it connects into their management systems? How's that look? Or you just deal with what they have? Um, well, we're, we're moving to a deal with what you have model. Uh, historically, we uh, only supported people who wanted to come over to keep and TurboDial, the telephone. And so if we're into the theme of a unified system, then it's about what else can I bolt onto it? And mm -hmm. if you can't bolt, in, in the, until recently, you really can't bolt your management system onto anything. And so what's the next tool that we use all day long? That's our telephone. And so we yeah. got really big into telephone integrated CRMs. It's, it's, it's you know how we built our business. And so we found that if you're on the phone doing half of your work, why are you leaving the phone to go update the rest of your systems? They should just talk. Mm -hmm. um, and so TurboDial and Keep have kind of uh, helped us get our efficiencies for agencies to, to, to work their process and, and, and their KPIs and all of that stuff. And it, and it re, you know, reports the, the phone metrics into the CRM, and you get a lot of data. Oh, my God. Um, it's the number one area that we, that we, it's our number one area where we can have inbound and outbound data all day. All day. I mean, if I'm on the phone with a client for 30 minutes proposing something, I'm finding out about if they drink uh, margaritas on Fridays. I'm yeah. finding out about their kids. They're telling me stories about a, 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 an accident they had on their vacation, um, where they like to go. And I'm thinking to myself, so long I've thought this. And loyal listeners, you heard me talk about it. You hang up the phone and it's like all that data is lost. And now you can record it. Our manage our, our, our phone systems are recording it, but now it's just sitting there for in case you need it in a reactive style. How do we harness that data and use it in a proactive style? I think that comes through I don't think the systems are truly there yet, Austin. Well, I don't need, know if you've heard of some of the sentient stuff out there that's connecting to some of these AMSs that's recording your calls potentially and giving you feedback. I we're we're seeing some early stages of it right a now. I am too. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And it's in it but it 
it happens in that transcription because yeah. that thing has to transcribe it and then that AI has to pull out from it. That is there. But like a lot of phone companies I talk to, if you, so it depends on, this is what I've heard. And Austin, I want you to tell me what you've also heard. I've been told by multiple phone companies that like if you want a transcription with all the information broke out of there and you'll and you're willing to take it 5 to 10 minutes after the call the cost is very inexpensive to do that, but it's that real time at the call that's collecting that data and feeding it back to you. That technology's there, but it's very expensive yeah, right yeah. now. Is are you hearing the same thing? Uh, also hearing that, yeah. What what we're doing is all you know reactive. You know, re, you know, collect it, learn from it, and then make future predictions based off of historical events. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we, we can pass the conversations to technology to interpret. Yeah. And so, you know, that's the problem right now. I think a lot of us are sitting in is we have more data than we know what to do with. And really, yeah. I just need to know how many calls you made, <laughs> how many <laughs> quotes did you send, you know, and how many pivots did you do? You know, sometimes it can just be simple. You know, let's just get mm -hmm. to the three most important KPIs. What's uh, a pivot? Uh, well, you know, if you're all, if you're if you're closing the PNC, I think that that uh, the entire industry as a whole on the broker side is terrible at this. I just closed you on an auto and home insurance, and I saved you whatever five hundred bucks, thousand bucks. Why are you not rolling life insurance into that conversation? Right. Um, so that's the pivot I got that, you. I that, see we, what you that I see like neglected everywhere. Yeah, that is in our agency. Cass is holding up his hand. We neglect it. And what's amazing is, is every year we're getting a little bit more in life insurance. But what we're finding out in this weird ass generation, giving them bonuses or giving them more money, it doesn't work. They don't pivot to it. Yeah. And Billy and Billy says it to me. Billy says, Jason, it's because you're making it a sales situation. He said, when you put the pivot, as you call, or you put the cross sell in part of what the standard operations of the agency is, then it's just it's just another question you're asking. Yep. Hey, by the way, one of the standards that we have here at our at our agency is is we're going to provide you with a life insurance quote. I want to take two seconds just to get some information on that. I have major most of it from your auto and home, but we, can I? I'm going to ask you some questions. In that situation, I'm not selling anything. That's yeah. just part of the process we go through. And you can what automate you think, some Austin? of that too. What we're so, uh, you know, how do you write uh, the Titanic again? How do you turn it around? So I don't know if I'm trying to fight that anymore. Just l let these guys carry on. You want to be a PNC broker? It's complex. You got to know 50 carriers. You got to know 100 products. I get it. Well, let's let's then find a way to partner you with a life specialist that you can just pass it off to because then they just stay in their lane. And so what I'd really like to see, hopefully some of my agencies even adopt this, that they start to broker relationships with these life you know, agencies, MGAs, et cetera, out there, um, get some mailbox money, you know, give them the lead, let them close it and just, just sit back and collect a paycheck. Austin, people get mad and they say, Cass, when are we going to get treated like professionals? When are we going to be get treated as as professional as you don't go quote out your CPA every three years? You don't take what, what your lawyer says and go call another lawyer and see what he says or he or she says, excuse me, all you ladies out there, he or she says, and then, um, well, he gave me information I wanted to hear. It was less per hour, so I'm going to move. And I say getting treated like a professional is our own fault. Exactly what you just said, Austin. Somebody calls into a general practitioner and says, man, my foot hurts. He, may, he or she may look at them, but they're going to then say, hey, you need to go speak to a podiatrist, right? 
Someone calls in, they need auto and home, and that's what my agency does. But oh yeah, they got a business that they need E&O for and medical malpractice. I'm like, oh, I can help you with all of it. You're not seen as a professional. They know you can't help them with everything. So what you just said, Austin, is so 2030. And I say that because it's going to take a while for our mindset to change. That take the auto and home and umbrella, send that life insurance off. Hey, I'll tell you what, I got a friend down the road. He's one of the best life insurance people that I know. I think... We don't want to do it because we want all the money, but I also think that we think that the customer wants to only deal in one spot. And that's because they always have, because they think that the auto insurance and home insurance is the same as life insurance. And it's not, it's used for two different products for two different reasons. Thoughts on that, Allison? Well, I think if you do it right too, you can find a live person that can just represent you and your company. I mean, they can show up and say, Hey, I I work for for Jason Cass and, um, you know, we're his live specialist and this is all we deal in. So we're the pros. And so there's a way that you could potentially play that. So it still feels like it's part of your organization and then just get the paycheck. Um, automation automation is important but what about manual automation that's oh, what i like man. to call it right yeah. because because some of the stuff you just can't automate right austin you're like oh shit there's not technology that allows me to bridge that but i do know that vas we call them ves virtual employees okay our ves can be that manual automation does that make sense yeah we uh the VAs, the VEs, they're probably the most critical part of your agency now. They're, they're probably going to get you the highest ROI out of any employee that you've got. Great uh, saying. Uh, I think that's an, actually an, an understatement. We're starting to kind of prove that. And so, you know, yeah, they're getting there and doing some of the things that you don't want to do, but they're doing it at a price that you can afford to pay for it. That's exactly uh, right. And, and so we have them doing all kinds of things, and, and I'm sure you guys see it too. But, you know, when, when – uh, you know, the, the application, the fact finder is complete, you know, we, we get it off to them. Somebody has to go manually type that into the, the radar, mm-hmm. you know. And so once you get, you know, a, a VE in place for that, a VA in place for that, you can really start to kind of like, you know, speed that process up. You put one person in a position, they're the wheel and the cog, and all of a sudden we've got this, you know, this flow of opportunity to them. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that uh, where automation can't, you know, support, you should put a VA. Right. Um, Medical billing. With the healthcare industry, they've been doing it for 10, 15 years because they realize someone who is doing medical billing behind the scenes never talks to a customer. Why are we paying them forty to fifty thousand dollars a year? That increased healthcare costs, right? There's these different types of things. I say it a lot, Austin. Um, it's happening in every vertical. It happened in the agricultural vertical over the last 20, 30 years. The jobs that are being done, if you want to continue to get your your apples and your oranges. For $2 a pound, there's no way they can afford to pay somebody $25 an hour to pick the fruit. Let's just be honest about this. But immigrants have come along and they have said, not only do we like that job, they're very good at that job. And they think the pay scale is fittingly according to what their needs are in their family and their values. And so I think sometimes we look at that as 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 American citizens and we look down upon that and that's one of the things that prevents agents from seeing the efficiencies. I mean really think about it. You're a majority of you agents out there, you're paying someone 40 to 50,000 dollars a year if you live in small town America, 60 to 70,000 dollars a year to take information off of a sheet and enter it into a computer. I uh, was in an agency last week, and we're we're almost wrapping up some of the automation, and we finally get over to the office manager's inbox, 
and she gets a hundred you know emails a day they're all leads from the website or vendors and she's manually dragging and dropping them into the right folders and so um, <clears throat> What? This is this is what and she's the office manager. She's getting paid sixty, seventy thousand dollars to manage her inbox, basically. Um, and so we didn't replace her with a VA, but it is just proof that like sometimes we got a lot of money, you know, covering a person whose responsibilities are are way beneath their pay grade, way beneath. And Austin, right now, a lot of agency owners are sitting here saying, if I hired one of those, my staff would think I'm trying to quit. Uh, that I'm trying to fire them, and they're trying to quit. I promise you, they might think that at the very beginning. But when you go to them and you say, hey, what is 25%? What are four tasks that you're doing yeah. that you think that if you brought your kid in here, they could do, right? And I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm just saying very simplistic work that doesn't require you to be licensed. And, and we do, do a lot of, of that. If you really think about most of the work we do as an insurance agency um, uh, uh, staff, 80% of the work we do doesn't require a license. It's yeah. usually when you're proposing coverages or accepting information or trying to bind information. That's the way it is in the state of Illinois and most other states. So basically a lot of that other stuff. And so you take that work off of them. After a month, the, the staff is going, holy cow, this is one of the greatest things in the world. My staff would quit if I got rid of my VEs. They would yeah. quit. They'd be like, and I'm not doing that shit again, Jason, you know? I haven't uh, I haven't actually heard the objection that the staff might uh, feel like their position is threatened. Um, I think the VAs are only complimentary because they can't discuss coverages anyways. Mm -hmm. And so in my experience, staff is actually thrilled once they get through that first 90 days. Yep. And so we see that as like the critical period where it's like, you know, you're working on your relationships and, you know, you're kind of getting the kinks worked out. But then after that 90 days, it's like, when can we get VA number two? That's exactly right. That it's like, so oh, true. crap, we were so undervaluing what the potential of this was. Mm -hmm. And so I always tell everybody, let the CFO be in charge here for a moment. So I often get asked, you know, what is what is the barrier for VAs being a reality in my agency and for us having, you know, to, to pay $2,400 a month versus $5,000 a month for this role? Let the CFO mm -hmm. be in charge. And if the only barrier, and this is true for whether you're taking on uh, a new process, uh, a VA, new software, the, the answer is true for all of these events. It's training. That's right. So if the training is the barrier from you realizing a, a, a VE, a VA in your agency, well, well, then just commit to, you know, that. And now you, you permanently have a position in your agency that you're not overpaying for permanently going forward. And so let the CFO be in charge, do the things that are going to make future smart financial decisions. And then I, I think that you'll never look back. You're like, oh, my gosh, that's what we see, at least. Austin, you know what? You just, you just said the word permanently. Yeah. So what do a lot of agencies do to get around this data entry? What do we do? We go hire an 11 or $12 an hour person. Yeah. And guess what we get? an 11 or $12 an hour person. Yeah. You could get a quality VE from another country that has a college degree for a, what it would be equivalent to less than that, which is what we would consider a 25 to $30 employee because considering this. Now, here's what's important. What always happens when you hire the $11 an hour, and I'm talking to lawyer listeners, what happens when you hire that 11 or $12 an hour person? And that's minimum wage anymore in, in most places. Some places it's not even, yeah. Yeah. So, so what is, what happens is you finally put in the training and guess what happens? Somebody else hires them for $2 an hour later, yeah. $2 an hour, three months Double. later, and you just lost all of the freaking training you got that you gave. Yeah. 
You don't have to worry about that with VEs. They're not going anywhere. The amount of money that you're saving, you're paying them is being life-changing to that person on the other end. And so there's so many things. And that's why I wanted to talk about this, uh, loyal listeners. We're not here to sell you VEs. Yes, I have a VE company. Austin has a VE company. That's not where our point is here. It's Austin and I see from behind the scenes some of the struggles that agents are having wrapping their head around if this is important. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's so vital to our insurance agencies anymore. And think about this, loyal listeners. If there's 32,000 independent insurance agencies out there and all of you just need one VA, there's not enough VA companies out there. Even though it seems like there's a lot, there's not many. And keep in mind, we have seven. We have seven at our agency. So the the agencies will need more than just one. You agree, Austin? Uh, Yeah, no. uh, One is an understatement. Uh, And I hate to say, hey, just look at the big guys and do what they do. But if you do look at the big guys, they've all got five to 10, 15 VAs. Mm-hmm. And and so at some point, you know, they've got real smart people in here looking at a lot of data. They got the time to 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 get back from the the day to day of the of the of the world of the agency, and they and they look and they go, well, this actually makes sense, not just on paper, but in practice. It and does. they've done it, and they've been doing it for for decades in some instances. And and some people have really pioneered the the way for this. Anyway, so so now we see all of these, you know, one million plus dollar agencies have five, ten, eight, you know, VAs, and mm-hmm. uh, so you know. I think the question that I struggle with sometimes today is where should an agency get started with a VA? So, you know, you just, you're a scratch agency, you just got in, like what is, and I try and get everything to like premium or revenue, you know, you hit a half a million in premium. Is that when you get your first VA? I think it's somewhere between a half a million and three quarter million. It's like, it's where you bring on your first VA. I say after the first million and a half of premium is where you bring on your first full-time person. So I could see what you're saying. That makes sense. Because when I say full-time, I'm talking about um, someone who's licensed, someone who's producing, someone who's a CSR, who's taking information in, making changes, um, a lot of that stuff. Wrapping up, Austin, uh, uh, talk to me. I mean, where do people find out about you? What do you want people to know? What did we not talk about? I mean, this is the Austin Minute. What do you got? Oh, you can find me at www.lavaautomation.com. Uh, I'm in Facebook channels. You can uh, catch me in Cass's group. Say hi to me there. Uh, you can add me on Facebook as well, uh, Austin Moorhead. Um, and, you know, just chat with me. What are you looking to learn? You know, what we're really great at is helping people, uh, you know, build their processes in the CRM. Currently, we support people on Keep, but we're looking to move to multiple channels. We recently picked up a couple agency Zoom clients. And so sometimes people are just looking for fractional managed services you know you're not looking for a full-time you know six fractional managed services i like that yeah but you want you want the expertise of someone who's been doing this for for who does it for a living uh but you just can't afford to pay them full-time that's where our organization comes in so we can show up for a few hours a week few hours a month help you get through whatever you know conundrum you're currently looking at and kind of set your agency up on a on a permanent plan yeah, and if you want to see Austin live in person, you ought to come to Brainshare. Everybody go to aibrainshare.com. Registration opens January 10th to Mastermind members, and then it opens January 17th to the public. There's only 100 invites only that are going out, and so far we already have 57 people that have requested an invite, and I haven't even sent out the invites for the 125 people that I'm inviting. So 
Go to AIBrainShare.com and you can see right on the front page, it says request an invite. Click right there, put your name in, and that's the only way that Jason Cass is going to know about you. And there's a good chance I might reach out to you um, just to make sure that you're going to be a fit for us. But what the important part is, is people like Austin are going to be there and they're going to be able to say hi, they love you, whatever. But you can ask them questions. It's th- it's two days of straight networking and with half an hour uh, breaks in between an event going on at the on the night in between. Um, so this is the time to find him. Austin, I appreciate it. As I started out with saying, um, I think that you fill the void that right now in three to five years, you'll have more competition you know what to do with. We're and you are... God dang, I apologize, loyal listeners. You know I throw F-bombs out every once in a while, but not when I'm just talking normal. Um, so, uh, but there's, you're going to have it. You're going to see it. But, you know, I'm really, really happy with what you're doing and how you're helping people with automation. Um, and because it's something that us agents just don't know. And to be honest with you, we shouldn't be studying it. We shouldn't worry about it. We sh- this, this is something that's an expertise that's forever changing. That they need to reach out to someone like you and say, hey, I need you to take control of this in my agency. So appreciate that. Appreciate you putting this out there for independent insurance agents and helping us. Thanks, Cass. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, no problem. It won't be the last time. This has been Jason Cass with Agency Intelligence, where I gave you a real agent inside a real agency, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. He's Moorhead. I'm Cass. And we both were out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial but you've got time to search it and look at it that's what we do we deliver high quality ve's we mix the technology with it we train them on the technology give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races i'm not joking with you You can call my agency at any time ask for lordland and we do ask her say how fast are you able to do quotes i've actually got a couple videos of it that's right we can do five to ten carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes so you give me an auto quote i can do five to ten carriers in three to seven minutes how are we doing it we're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence give us a call check us out you can ask for me personally i'll do the demo for you who are they cast certified